0: Hello, everybody. It is Tuesday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My name is Adam Bittner, Assistant Sports Editor for Multimedia at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, joined by our longtime Steelers beat writer, Ed Bouchette, for uh, Brian Backo's weekly Chipped Hammond football podcast. Brian is on the road back from Buffalo, um, so you're stuck with me. Uh, but fortunately, we've got Ed to talk to you. Ed, how have you been? I'm
1: good, Brian. When you say longtime beat writer, you need to say emeritus, emeritus. Right,
0: yes, yes, yes. Emeritus, I don't, I don't know how you pronounce Emeritus, that.
1: Emeritus, thank you. I never knew how to read how to, uh, I knew how it's spelled, didn't know how to pronounce it. Now I do.
0: Well, either way, Ed, we are here. Uh, we're talking about a 31 17 Steelers loss to the Buffalo Bills in the wild card round of the playoffs. Um, we're going to get your reaction to some Mike Tomlin, um, Mike Tomlin's future, His his storm out of the press conference last night. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit about the defense, and then, of course, how can we have a podcast without talking about quarterbacks? Uh, Before we do, just want to thank our primary sponsor for this episode of the podcast, Pella Windows and Doors of Pittsburgh. There's no better place to get new windows and doors installed in your home than Pella, who can help you save on energy costs year round. Schedule a free in-home consultation with your local Pella Windows and Doors to find the right product for your home and budget, give them a call at 866-593-1560 to discuss your project further. That's 866-593-1560 to get started planning on your new windows and doors installation with Pella Windows and Doors of Pittsburgh. Um, Ed, let's just get into it first with your initial reactions to, um, you know, what we saw yesterday, both on the field and then off the field after the game with Mike Tomlin um, cutting his press conference short after being asked about his future.
1: Well, you know, Adam, I don't think too many people should have been surprised with what happened on the field. I mean, they were 10-point underdogs. Buffalo's at home. They have a much better quarterback. They do have a good, a good decent running game and, and defense. So I, it didn't surprise me. The only thing uh, was the Steelers, again, getting off to such a slow start in a playoff game. You know, that seems to be uh, through this losing streak of playoff games what has happened. Now they caught up a couple times in previous games and came within seven uh, yesterday, but still, you know, they dig themselves too much of a hole. At least this time, nobody snapped the ball over Mason Rudolph's head to start the game. But uh, um, it, it, it was, you know, a a lot of these playoff games have been the same way, you know, Um, they've been, they've come been over by halftime basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, twenty-one points is is a lot to spot any team. It's one thing if you give up some field goals, but there was no real weathering of the storm, and and you know that's what you have to do when you if you want to win on the road in the playoffs. Ed, um, obviously, a lot of speculation about about Mike Tomlin and and where you know he goes from here. Uh, how he reacted to the question about his future last night. Um, did you have any reaction to that? And and you know what what's your read on 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 where things might go with him this offseason?
1: Well, I was surprised Mike did that um, because he's pretty savvy. He knows how to answer questions. He knows how to deflect that kind of a question and uh, deal with it later. He had to know it was coming. Maybe that's uh, that was by design. It's certainly we're talking about that uh, maybe a little more than we would talk about how badly his team played. So maybe that was his whole mindset. I don't know. Um, but it's a – Maybe not a question he has to answer, um, but it's one that has to be answered by someone here soon, whether that's by verbally answered or by actions. Either he's staying with an extension or he's leaving, right? I don't think he's going. I don't think it's going to happen that he's not that nothing's going to happen, that he's going into the last year of his contract. And that's that. That won't happen. I don't think.
0: Do you read? Do you read this? Some of this posturing over the—I don't even know if you can call it posturing—but obviously, these these leaks that he's thinking about his future have come from somewhere. Um, and and the way he kind of did call attention to the situation last night. Do you think any of it is, um, some kind of leverage play to to make the extension happen sooner than later, or how do you read his decision to to answer the question that way by by not answering and and kind of making a viral moment out of it?
1: Yeah, it's always possible that this has to do with. Uh you know, uh, trying to gain some leverage. I don't, I don't know that he needs to do that, but you know, when Jay Glazier of Fox said it, uh, that's when you, have, my ears perked up because Jay and, and Mike are close. I saw that years ago. Um, and, uh, so when he comes out with something about Mike Tom, I tend to believe it. Um, and he didn't say he was leaving. Um, but you know he's just said it was up to him and i i do believe that i think the steelers want him back it would not surprise me uh, at all and in fact i expect that the steelers would offer him a contract extension if he wants it and i'm saying this sitting here two years removed from covering that team so i don't know that that's the case but i just you know putting everything together uh, i would think that that is what is going to happen either they offer him a, a contract extension and he takes it, or he says, "You know what? It's time to move on."
0: And I want to talk about the defense. This this was I mentioned to you before the podcast. Fifth straight playoff game, you allow thirty one or thirty plus points. Um, it's hard to win in the NFL in any context that way. It's certainly hard to win in the playoffs in, in cold weather, giving up that many points. Um, at, at what point, you know, is it fair to question whether this defense? As constituted, built around T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, is ever going to put it together when it matters and and be the you know try to replicate those great units of the past of the '70s of of those those odd teams that made the Super Bowl, won Super Bowls. Um, because listen, these guys have been together for what? This was their fourth season. All three of them on the same team. Next year will be year five. Um, do you think they're ever going to be great in in these big games?
1: Well, they need more players, Adam. Um, you mentioned those three, and those three are wonderful players, all pros, each one of them, maybe not necessarily this season, but in the past. and um but I, I don't know what they have around them. You know, um, I thought the defense was overrated coming into this season. I did expect more from the offense, actually. Um, you know, you had a rookie at cornerback. He actually has come on better than I think a lot of people thought. But you don't. You still need corners. Um, you're down a safety, I think, um, inside linebackers, and then you added the injuries to the inside linebackers, um, and that defensive line still needs to be fortified. So there's a lot of work yet to be done on that defense, even though you have those three players. You mentioned it's not about three players. You know they play with eleven, and uh, you mentioned the 70 Steelers. You could down that list of 11, and I don't think there was a weak link uh, anywhere. Um, And you could do that again in the 90s and in the aughts um, that there were very few weak links on those defenses.
0: Yeah, and and people will point out the injuries. They'll point out the turnovers in some of these playoff games that kind of put the defense in bad position. But I always look at it as, you know, they they had the turnover, what, I think Buffalo got it on the 29-yard line. You give up a 29-year touchdown pass on the first play. You don't, you know, force a field goal. You don't keep things a little bit closer. And and to me, that's what a great defense does. And I just – do you worry that with regard to those three guys that they're running out of time to figure these other links out, given that Cam Hayward is is in his mid-30s now, that T.J. Watt's coming up on the age where his brother, you know, lost a lot of tread on the tire, and and I don't think he ever had more than 12 and a half sacks after age 30, Um, and that, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick has – I think some good years still left in him, but um, as a trio, I, I think you're you're coming to the end of them, their, them playing together in their prime. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for
1: Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline.
0: line i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business sports
1: is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together i didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech it opened up so
1: many more doors the show is called the The Deal. deal listen to the deal
0: listen to the deal on spotify
1: yeah and all three um have had injury problems adam uh that have taken away significant time and the older you get uh, you don't get better with injuries, that's for sure. So yeah, that's a concern um, but they just they need to they need to refortify that defense, and I'm not sure how they do it other than through the draft and they they should have some money. I haven't looked at it, but in free agency because um they don't they're not paying a big bundle to the quarterback. um I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that position. Maybe they need to bring somebody in after after watching what happened this year. Because uh, overall, they did not get good quarterback play, and I'm not sure uh, they have that position locked down yet.
0: I do want to get into the quarterbacks in a little bit, and I, I want to ask a couple more questions on the defense, specifically uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. And um, you know, I, I think it's a frustrating end of the season for him. Right? He he was a part of that three-game losing streak against Arizona, New England. Uh, in Indianapolis that, that put the Steelers in the position they were in was absent for most of, of the three-game run to end the season returns for the Buffalo game um, I don't think played particularly well obviously there, there's been a lot of criticism of, of how he didn't quite run out that Josh Allen 52-yard touchdown I don't know if he could have stopped that play out but um, you know people were not pleased with the effort and then obviously he gets shaken off by Shakir on that final Buffalo touchdown and um, what's your read on 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 him and their decision to invest so much money? you mentioned the 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 money they should have in free agency, but he has a you know a 20 million dollar plus cap hit each of the next three seasons um but it does the the dead cap hit goes down after next season to about 13 million and then six million. Should he be playing for his job next season or at least his place you know on this particular roster?
1: i think he's done uh he's done well uh for the most part here adam uh you know he's he, he was as you mentioned he was injured um uh, this season and um uh, again i'm not sure uh, not having the talent around him has hurt his play as well um but i i don't i don't i wouldn't worry right now about Mika or um tj watt i would worry about other things Inside linebacker, defensive line, another corner, another safety. They need these players, um, and uh, I just I wouldn't worry about Mika Fitzpatrick right now. I, I don't think there's a need.
0: But do you think they can address those positions effectively? I guess the way I'm asking this at is is you know, if you've got 50, 60 million sunk into three guys on on this defense, can you address those other spots? And and um, you know with with that much sunk into three guys, or do you need to maybe diffuse the um, the, the money out a little bit. Maybe, I guess, I can ask this in terms of Cam Hayward. If, if Cam Hayward steps away, does that maybe help at this point considering how much they have invested in him um, with with him getting into some injury issues this season? Well, I think uh,
1: he's going to have to take a uh, uh, a cut in his money for 2024, Adam. Uh, Jerome Bettis did that to come back. That, of course, it worked out for him, but he took a pay cut a couple times, and I think it's time that Cam at his age uh, would have to take a pay cut. And I think on how they approach it, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's willing to do that. Um, but uh, you're not going to, you're not going to ask TJ water or, or make it to do that. Uh, Cam is of the age you can, you can. Um, so I, I think can't, I think Cam Haywood would be back at a reduced salary. And then you can use that. Hey, look, you can't fix it all in one year. You just can't. Um, you can you can make some changes. You can start drafting um, some people at those positions, but you know you can't wave your magic wand over and and find seven new starters on defense if that's what you need. You um, you just start plugging in. You sign a couple guys at free agency and hope for the best for next year. But this may not be a one year thing,
0: Adam. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a lot of Steelers fans, that's just frustrating because that was the same thing we were saying going into last season. But I think that's that's it remains very true, at it, especially because you haven't cultivated the depth in the organization and they've relied so heavily on free agents. Right. I mean, this was one of the biggest defensive free agent classes we've ever seen the Steelers go after. And it's because they had not cultivated the depth with guys like Isaiah La- Loudermilk. Um, you know, and, and to Marvin Leal. Like if those guys hit, you don't have to sign as many people. If Devin Bush hits, you don't have to go out and sign other people. Uh, but they don't. And th- that was the position they were in. Ed, last question I got for you on the on the defensive side. Um, what's your where's your where do you draw the source of optimism about TJ Watts' future? Um, given that he's been injured the last couple of seasons, like you mentioned, and, and we kind of have a, a bit of a template in his brother, um, who like I said, after age thirty, his production nosedive pretty significantly. He was great when he was in there, but he was very rarely not available to the Texans and then the Cardinals. Um why are you hopeful that, that things may play out differently with TJ Watt and that he still has, you know, at least a few more good years, great years, elite years left in him.
1: Well first I, I wouldn't be worried about his brother. Um that you know that's a different case. I know what you're saying that they come from the same gene pool and everything, but uh it, the man led the nfl with 19 sacks this year so i wouldn't be too worried about him right now um you know other people have gotten injured and he certainly does have a history of injuries but i would just keep rolling with him until you know there's a there's an obvious fall off and i don't i don't see that adam so again like with minka i would not worry a bit about tj watt right now
0: get into the offense talk a little bit about the quarterbacks before we do just want to thank uh, another sponsor Pitt johnstown it's a pit quality education with up close and personal learning a top-ranked northeast public college by u.s news and world report generous scholarships and financial aid are available located on 655 picturesque acres east uh access to the city center shop shopping and dining vibrant campus life with an active d2 athlete community um Ed, you, you mentioned the quarterbacks and how important that is going to be going into the offseason. Um, I think it is the number one story of the offseason. I've, I've kind of delayed getting to it because I think the defense was kind of the story of yesterday. Um, but as we get into where where do the Steelers go from here, obviously quarterback is, is going to be the number one question. What is your read on on where things stand with, with Mason Rudolph playing well in those last three regular season games, maybe not quite as well yesterday, Kenny Pickett um, riding the bench for those four games. Um, what's your take on the the quarterback situation overall?
1: Well, first, uh, I'm going to start from the the tail end, Adam. I'm going to thank Mitch Trubisky for his efforts and let him go. I don't think you can get anything in a trade. Uh, so you have to let him go, uh, and pick up a few bucks there, uh, and turn around and, and sign, uh, Mason Rudolph to a backup deal, a Trubisky kind of deal, you know, and see if he'll take it. Um. You know, people worried about, oh, other teams are going to be all after him. I, I don't think so. I don't think anybody's going to try and sign him to be their starter. Um, and I do think that, uh, that you know, he's, he has a chance to compete, at least to start here. Um, so I, I think he'll be back. I really do. A couple-year contract, maybe three-year contract. And then uh, I would let those two guys compete. Uh, him and, and pick it. Uh, but I'd also, it, I would not hesitate to bring someone else in, whether that's through a draft or signing another, maybe someone who's available, you know, people have talked about Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm not so sure about Russell Wilson because what is he 35 years old, but the thing is he won't cost you anything and he may see it. this is an ideal spot to go to, um, And the reason I say it won't cost anything is because Denver's on the, you know, uh, on the books for him next year and the Steelers could sign him for the veteran minimum and bring him in. Anybody can. Um, And again, I don't know that that would be the Steelers, but he could be a stopgap kind of thing. And, you know, you pause on uh, Pickett and and see, give him a year to, you know, back up. I don't know. Um, But I didn't like what I saw from, from Pickett this year. And, what we saw from Mason
0: Rudolph was really a small window. Is free agency your preferred route, Ed, or, or what thought do you give to like a, a Michael Penix, who I think a lot of people don't see as a, a first-round pick, maybe more of a second or a third? Just just given all the weaknesses we just outlined, especially on defense and and the places that that they need to cultivate that depth, um, do you think they can afford to spend a second or a third on, on a quarterback who may not be – Uh, polished and and may not be much better than than what they already have in-house. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown.
1: Yeah, Purdy wasn't very polished either, was he? Um yeah, you, you know, you find your quarterbacks where you can get them. Normally it's a first round pick who comes through, but we've seen way too often other guys um pick later and and, and perform. Um Neil O'Donnell's an example. Now people may say, Yeah, he washed out here. Well, he got them he helped get them to a Super Bowl and <laughs> actually, um I think he would have been better off if he had stayed here after that. He left as a free agent, but he was a third-round pick. Bobby Brister was not a bad quarterback. He was on some bad teams. He won two Super Bowls in Denver, and he was a third-round pick. Um, You know, you can find those guys. Now, whether they like someone after that, uh, I'm saying after the first round, and whether he falls to them, um, who knows? You know. Famously, they said they had a first-round grade on Mason Rudolph and got him in the third uh, round. And, you know, he still could be the guy. I'm not sure. Uh, He certainly played well in three games there and and did not fold yesterday. You know, he threw that interception in the end zone, but he came back. He he helped bring that offense back, but, uh, you know, it was just too far to come from behind. And the running game wasn't working for him yesterday.
0: Yeah, I think you set me up well for the next question, Ed, which is, how do you look at this this group of skill players? Um, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, I think especially came on late in the season. I think you could say the same thing about Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Pat Fryermuth had a couple great games, obviously the game at Cincinnati, and then performed well yesterday. Was was their top receiving target? Um, do they have Do they have the weapons that a better quarterback could could make this offense work? Um, or, or do you still look and say that's a place they might need to draft and develop as well, uh, maybe get another receiver, um, You know, maybe add to the tight end group? What's, what's your read on, on where they stand with skilled players? Is that a, a position of strength going into that, this offseason or something you'd like to bolster? Adam, I think they need a third
1: receiver. Um, the running back situation to me is a good one. I just keep those guys. I'm not sure I would give Najee a fifth-year option, but he's only going into his fourth year. so. Uh, he will be back next year. Um, I think that um, uh, the offensive line needs to be bolstered. Um, you know, they, they they supposedly did that last year. I didn't like the effort. I don't like the left tackle play. And um, uh, obviously the center play. I don't think anybody likes the center play. So you need to find a center. So that would be my focus on offense would be that offensive line.
0: Ed, what are your expectations going into next season? You mentioned you can't fix it all in an offseason. I, I feel like the Steelers have as many holes at the end of this year as they kind of did at the end of last year, if maybe not a little bit more. Um, you know, what, what's a realistic hope for Steelers fans next season is that you're—is it that you go into these playoffs and you really have a chance to win against you know anyone that's in the playoff field? Maybe you win a couple of rounds and, and fall a little bit short. Um, is it more of the same? I, I, I'm curious what, what your thoughts on on what they have and, and what they can do to fix it in one offseason. season. Adam, things
1: change in football anymore from year to year. It's hard to predict. I, I, I don't even know their schedule. Um, it was supposedly easy this year, and then they lost to the easy teams. Um, it, you know, it's going to depend on that quarterback. Can they get the quarterback? Do they have the quarterback? I don't know yet. Um, certainly, as you look at the division, I would pick them fourth right now. I know they finished above Cincinnati, but they lost Burrow. So I would think that uh, right now you're looking at the Steelers. I, I would bet the odds are they're the fourth team in a division right now. But again, there's a, so much that can happen. Between, they could wind up with a new coach we were talking about that at the top so I, I don't know I, I really don't um, I think they'll be competitive they were competitive this year for the most part you know um, they they lost a couple big games one in Houston, one to San Francisco I'm, when I say big games I mean by big point uh, differentials but every other game they were in so um you know, they'll be competitive next year. How competitive is still to be determined.
0: I agree. Ed, thank you so much for joining me. Any final thoughts on, on anything Steelers related before we sign off here?
1: No, just that, um, you know, people shouldn't have been surprised. I don't think uh, with this season, the biggest surprise was when they got off to seven and three and six and four, and then they lost to those two teams at home. I think, if they'd have won those two games, we'd be talking differently about the Steelers right now, even if they got rubbed out in the playoffs. And and this thing about being not having a a, a winning playoff, uh not winning a playoff game since what, 16, 2016 season, um, which they wound up in the AFC championship game at New England when Le'Veon Bell got hurt. I just that to me is not that big a deal. I mean, they are competitive every year. I, I know I know. everybody here is spoiled. It was those six Lombardi trophies. And, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback, always was always a hope that could, they could win a seventh. But that's not easy. I mean, it just isn't easy winning those. Uh, look at what happened to the Philadelphia Eagles. They were 10-1, and one, uh, almost won the Super Bowl last year, and they got rubbed out by Tampa Bay and make Baker Mayfield in the first round. Uh, it, it just it's not easy to do and it maintaining um excellence is hard and at, this team at least is competitive every year i, I just I, and i know some people are going to go eh, but they're the pittsburgh steelers well you know what they've been saying that in dallas too and they haven't been to a super bowl since 95
0: i agree and and you know what i'll say this um I wonder where, what year people thought they were supposed to win a playoff game uh, of this last handful. You're winding down a generational quarterback, but you know, I look at that 2020 season where you, you lose to the Browns, and um, you know, there were signs that, that Ben Roethlisberger was not the same guy late in that season. Um, obviously, he, he, his arm blows up in 2019. That that torpedoes that season. Um, 2021, he just wasn't the same guy. His, his retirement season. Then you're going into a year of quarterback transition last year. With Kenny Pickett, I, I mean, I, I look at this year as kind of the first year that they maybe left some things on the table. Right. And I really felt like Mike Tomlin got the most out of these teams during this this period of transition. Is is that an unfair assessment of, of where they've been?
1: Yeah, it is, Adam. And if you look, you know, I covered most of those playoff games until the last this last year. Um, they had some key injuries. In those playoff games, and people are going to go, oh, you're making excuses. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Marquise Pouncey at key points. Um, and when they lost to Tim Tebow in Denver, I thought that was the best thing that could happen because they were going to go to New England at next week and get killed because they had I don't, they didn't have a number of players left, key guys. They were get they were getting hurt. They were hurt before that game, and they were getting hurt in that game. People always talk about the Tim Tebow game that to me, they were decimated by injuries in that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree and, and listen I think there's there's valid criticism of the way this season ended and and but I think it's the first year that I can really say that I in a while that they left they left something on the table and and so listen, I think you, you got to see results from here, but um I agree with you, Ed I don't I don't put as much emphasis on that playoff record as as others do. But thank you so much for joining me today, Ed. Um, We're going to have a lot more talk this week, everyone. Christopher Carter will be back on the North Shore Drive on Wednesday. I'll be back with Paul Zeiss on Thursday. And then obviously Chris has the North Shore Drive as well on Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel for all of that. Make sure you like this video if you enjoyed it. Help us out in the YouTube algorithm. um, And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ed. Okay. Thanks, Adam. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.